again, and welcome to the first 2021 edition of Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. I'm Adam Hildebrandt, joined by Broken Arrow Tiger head football coach Josh Blankenship. And coach, uh, we're coming off of the first road game of the year. It was a long trip down to Dallas and back, uh, but it's certainly the, the first of several over the course of the first few games here. So what does a long road trip like that in the very first game of the year do in terms of preparing your team for, for future road games this season? I think it was a great test. Um, you know, we went into the game uh, talking about less uh, Mansfield legacy and more about how much can we improve, how much can we handle travel. Um, you know, five and a half hour trip, not counting the stops, you know, and the walkthroughs and the meal. Um, that's a lot for a group of guys playing their first game of the season. So I was really pleased with how they handled all the business side of things, uh, put themselves in a position to go out and produce on, you know, once kickoff started. It was certainly a warm evening down there. Uh, it's going to be the same this week at, at Union. Uh, in terms of hydration, uh, physical readiness with the elements, how did you feel like the team did in that category? They did well. Uh, we didn't have anybody that was out. Uh, I'm sure we had some guys that were cramping, but nobody that ended their night, um, which is something to say You know, this early in the year. Um, there's a lot of personal responsibility that these guys have to take on. You know, A lot of hydration every day. Um, it can't just be that Friday. It's a it's a week long process. Um, Coach Ellett and our strength staff do a great job of having hydration checks every morning when they come before their first hour. Uh, they weigh in and out every day, uh, so we can monitor it. But there's still a lot of personal responsibility that these guys have to take on uh, if they're going to be able to perform on Fridays. Absolutely. Now, in terms of the game itself, obviously it was a. a pretty significant margin of victory. How did you feel like the team performed some of the schemes and things of that nature that they were starting to learn about over the course of uh, your tenure here? You know, it's still early. Um, we tried to keep the game plan um, kind of boxed in uh, more about us improving than about what specifically is going to uh, get after legacy. Um, you know, that's still part of it, but we, we felt like the biggest thing going into week one was about our improvement. And uh, so you know, we, we, I was nervous about false starts and penalties and, and the silly stuff that can happen early in the season. And for the most part, we played a clean game, which is, uh, again, it put us in a situation where we were able to win. Speaking of uh, playing a clean game, Griffin Steber made his debut at quarterback and, and didn't miss on a pass attempt. He went nine for nine, threw for more than 200 yards, four touchdowns, and he, and he threw into four different guys. Uh, what most stood out about his performance in, in game one? calling the shots his coachability um you know he's got a lot of uh talent a lot of things that he could improv and do on his own but he stayed within the game plan um you know he's he's surrounded by a lot of really good playmakers and a lot of playing quarterback is just about getting the ball to those guys and managing the game uh he did more than manage the game obviously when you're that efficient but when it comes down to it it was about getting those guys the ball and uh, he did it well you know, you, obviously, you're a former quarterback yourself. So when, when a guy's making a transition like that from tight end to quarterback or uh, over the course of a game, how does that experience help you in terms of coaching him? Oh, just maybe having been there, done that a little bit. Um, you know, I've screwed up way more than he has, <laughs> you know, over my playing days. And, and the biggest thing I remember from playing was it's about, you know, the guys around you and how well you facilitate. And uh, that's what he locked in on and did a great job of. A lot of different guys touched the ball in that game. We mentioned four different guys caught touchdown passes. Uh, several different running backs touched the football as well. Was that all part of the game plan going in, or was that more of what Legacy gave you defensively over the course of the game? You know, a little bit of both. Um, you know, there's there's certain guys on our call sheet that we want to make sure and get a certain amount of touches to. Um, but then, obviously, when you, you can have the success that we had, you're going to get a lot more people in the game, a lot more people touching the football. 
We looked at one point uh, late in the third quarter, and I think there had been one negative play on offense in the entire game for the Tigers up to that point. What allowed you guys to be that efficient and, and making sure that you were moving forward, not backwards on any one given play? You know, we were uh, good on first down. Um, I thought our guys up front controlled the line of scrimmage. Um, and then when they needed to add people to the box or do different things, we were able to uh, capitalize on it. Um, it just – everything that could go right went right. Um, that's not always going to be the case. Uh, but, again, credit to our guys from getting better from a scrimmage uh, to game one and really honing in and focusing on our improvement. What uh, What's something else you learned about your offense from that first game? Uh, our guys are gamers. Um, you know, this was the first time where you turned the lights on and it meant something, you know. Um, I was curious to see how they'd respond. You had all those extra distractions like travel, the heat. Um, but ultimately, when the moment came to kick off, they – you could see it in their eyes. They were ready to go, and I was really pleased to see that. You're tuned into Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib here on Aerovision. We'll be back with more with Coach Blankenship in just a moment. Recently, you've had to put your life on hold, and we're with you in this. At Ascension St. John, we're now open for appointments, and we are fully prepared for your safety and our care. As we open our doors again, our doctors, nurses, and care teams will continue to wear personal protective equipment. We've taken even more steps to clean and stringently disinfect all areas. We will maintain distancing in our waiting rooms and will continue to limit visitors. And we will still screen all staff to protect their health and yours. Our emergency rooms are here 24 seven. Please do not delay care. We're still delivering babies and performing surgeries. And we're open for your appointments from specialists in surgical care to routine care and health screenings. Ask us about virtual visits. Ascension St. John continues to care for you, as we have been for almost a century. Thank you for trusting us. Welcome back to Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. I'm Adam Hildebrand alongside Josh Blankenship. And, Coach, we talked about the offense uh, and some of the first game things over the course of that first segment. Let's start at the defensive side of the ball. And here in a few minutes, we're going to hear from Dietrich Moore. But he had a massive game at Returned that kickoff for a touchdown, but he had a pick as well, had a big stop on fourth down. What does he bring to the table as a player? He's super explosive. I mean, he could be playing about 10 different positions. Uh, talent level, athleticism is off the charts. We, we really had high expectations for him coming out of the offseason. Um, it was really neat to be able to see him produce uh, in a bunch of different ways. Um, but to be honest, he's nothing short of what we thought he was going to be. Uh, Obviously, at this level, you don't have a ton of sophomores that end up playing in games, but those guys who are seniors this year are on their third defensive coordinator in the last right. three years. In terms of understanding the goals on the defensive side of the football and the schemes and the fits, how would you feel like those guys did on Friday? They did well. Um, you know, we talk about aligning. Their assignment uh, is, is the starting point, uh, the communication even uh, preceding that. Um, and they did those things to put themselves in a position to have success. Uh, we've got to tackle a little bit better was kind of the feeling that you had leaving the game. You go back and watch the film, and we actually tackled pretty well. Some of our pursuit angles were poor. Um, those are some things that they need to get cleaned up and are, have been working on this week. Um, but the physicality that they brought was something we challenged them to do, and they did that. Um, you know, we didn't give up a whole bunch of big plays, uh, a couple of third-down conversions we'd like to clean up, but overall very, very sound on defense. You've got guys from from last year like uh, that that kind of made names for themselves, like uh, Dietrich Moore, like Jadayan Floyd, right? Then you you're added in guys uh, like Marion Horn, who's going to make an impact on the defensive side of the ball. In terms of 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 
skill-wise at positions, do you feel like you guys are at a, a pretty good spot compared to the unions, the Owasso, some of those teams you're going to see this year? Uh, we'll see when, once we see Union and Owasso. Um, you know, I like our group. Um, I like where we've got everybody. Um, you know, there's always some tweaking that will happen depending on injury and how healthy we are. Um, but, um, you know, we had a good spring ball. Uh, we had the summer uh, to really get to know these guys. And, uh, uh, you know, that's been a focus of ours as a staff is to put these guys in the, in the best positions possible. And, and I like where they're all at right now. Mitchell Banning was a guy who uh, really made an impact up front more and more over the course of last year and then certainly was visible in that game on Friday. Those four guys up front, uh, where are they at? What do they allow everybody else to do on the back end? Because it seemed like there were some times that they were getting pressure just with four on Friday night. Sure. They're the uh, the unsung guys a lot of times. You know, a guy like Dietrich's going to make a lot of those tackles because the guys up front are doing their jobs. Uh, Banning's kind of the cowbell or the bell cow of that group. Uh, you know, ex extremely explosive and physical. Um, not really undersized as far as, um, you know, girth. Uh, he's a little short. Um, but I think that actually is something he uses to his advantage on how he can, uh, you know, get inside gaps and really, you know, cause some issues for people. And, you know, defense uh, strategy can range from force as many turnovers as possible to, to force the other team to, to make unforced errors and make them snap it as many times as possible. Where, where does your defense range in that category, do you think? Uh, I think Coach Mon uh, takes pride in trying to force the issue, um, you know, whether it's uh, uh, forcing their quarterback to do something they're uncomfortable doing, uh, trying to provide pressure when, when it fits the scheme in the moment. Um, but we're, I think we're less of a team that wants to sit back and try to keep it up front as more as our defense wants to force the issue. They were able to do that several times on Friday night, force a couple of turnovers. All right, we'll be back with more in just a moment. We'll have a player coming up on the other side. This is Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. Just a reminder, there will come a time when they can no longer share a bedroom. That's why we have a complete array of home loans, so that dream of more space can come true. Right on time. First National Bank of Broken Arrow. The right balance. Hello and welcome back to Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. I'm Adam Hildebrandt, back with you. And we're joined now by junior linebacker Dietrich Moore, coming off of a big game against Legacy Friday night. Uh, first of all, Dietrich, you had, you had a kick return for a touchdown in that game. First kick return for the year for the Tigers, and you end up taking it all the way to the house. Uh, you're in a spot where uh, you have the chance to get the ball on a lot of those kicks if they come up short. Uh, what was going through your mind as you fielded that and, and took it to the house? Well, when I saw it coming to me, I was just, I just knew it was my time. I knew it was time to get ready and go. So I just caught it and took off, tried to run my hardest, just looked for a gap. Luckily, I found a gap in the middle and thankful from Osman, one of our frontline guys. You had uh, had the chance to end up with the ball in your hands later in the game as well. Had an interception on the defensive side. As, as a defensive guy, how often do you find yourself with the ball in your hands and, and what do you try to do in those moments? Well, as a linebacker, it's not really too, too often I find the ball in my hands. So, yeah, I got, I got pretty excited. With the ball in the left hash. No protection. going to throw it over the right side. It's intercepted over the left side. Coming up the near side now on the interception across the 30-yard line inside the 20. He's trying to get score. inside the 10. He's going inside the 5. Touchdown, Tigers, Dietrich Moore. So you got a, a, a different defensive scheme this year, and you, and you kind of – 
when you, you got better and better as the season progressed last year, really kind of made a name for yourself. What are some of the differences or, or changes from last year to this year in terms of what you're trying to do? Um, well, I feel like all offseason we've been working pretty hard. And, you know, the whole new coaching staff and everything, it's been like at, at first it started off pretty rough, but everybody started getting a hold of it and getting together. And I feel like everybody's coming together more as a team. I feel like the chemistry's getting there. And I feel like everybody's just starting to step up and become more of a leader, like everybody on the team. As you look ahead uh, over the course of this season for Broken Arrow football, what, what are some of the goals that you have in place? Um, I just want to – I want to try to become more of more vocal. Like I want to help everybody else out on the team. Like I try to show out – I try to show out and just prove a point. So – I'm going to try to do that for everybody. That's Dietrich Moore, junior linebacker, uh, kick returner extraordinaire as well. We'll be back with more in just a moment. Finding your happy place is something special and different for everyone. You probably already know where to find yours, and TTCU Federal Credit Union can help you get there. Talk with our team. We'll give you the tools to build the financial future you want. So wherever your happy place finds you, TTCU will meet you there. TTCU Federal Credit Union. Life is better in balance. Welcome back one more time to Inside Tiger Football brought to you by Rib Crib. I'm Adam Hildebrand alongside Josh Blankenship and Coach. Uh, we're, we're going to play your alma mater this week. they got a brand new stadium over there. What are you most looking forward to about this game? Getting to see our guys another night. Uh, you know, a big-time environment. Uh, very, very good opponent. Um, I think a stronger test than what we saw last week. You know, the bigger test I thought last week was the travel. Um, and that's not to minimize the talent that Legacy had, but I really thought it was about us. Uh, that doesn't go away this week, um, but it's just a, you know, a jog down the road uh, to play somebody that we know really, really well. Um, so bigger test. I'm excited to see how our guys respond to it. And you, you find in Oklahoma high school football a lot, uh, especially at the, at the 6A2 level, this first part of the season where you're still working on a lot of things, you're not into district play yet, it's kind of that first third of the season, so to speak. But then at the same time, you got a big rivalry game that you want to, right. you know, obviously try to win. How do you balance those two things? You know, big game versus we're still trying to learn about our team. Uh, if you have 10 regular season games um, outside of district play and the value that the district play sets up for the playoffs, it, I always talk to the guys about the fact that they're going to turn the scoreboard on. What could matter more? Um, so the rivalry is bonus. Uh, how familiar the opponent is, is bonus. Um, it still comes down to us and how much better we're going to improve week in and week out. Um, you know, I know it sounds silly to the average fan that the opponent doesn't matter, but that really is uh, the case. Um, there's an added element of the quality of the opponent and the test that that's going to provide, but it's really about us improving week to week. What do you uh, expect from a football team coached by Coach Frederick? Uh, they're going to be very sound on defense, um, and he'll adjust well as the game goes on. So he's not a guy that if you can find something uh, that he's going to allow you to keep tapping into that uh, throughout the game, he'll adjust and do, do that well. Um, special teams are always going to be very sound, um, if not explosive and, and something that can uh, give him an edge in the game. And then uh, offensively, you know, I'm very familiar with Coach Maddox and what, you know, he, he did back when he was at Jinx um, and the and, uh, – the scheme that he provides and puts it, puts his guys offensively in, in a position to be be good. Broken Arrow and Union coming up Friday on Arrowvision. We'll talk to you then. Thanks for tuning into this edition of Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rivercreek.